Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Phil at the Movies. I'm your host, Phil Walsh, and you're listening to episode number 49 of this ongoing podcast series that is for the love of movies. And what a time to be celebrating a love for movies. We're just coming off the Academy Awards, and interestingly enough, uh, not that uh, it was uh, the be-all and end-all, but viewership for this year's Oscars was up 12% compared to last year's. And, you know, while I'm not a, uh, going to try to, I'm not going to get in too much into the weeds of, uh, you know, who watches the Oscars, who doesn't, what, what is the reason I would just say from, from my vantage point, I think the reason that viewership was up this year, I think the reason that interest was up this year is because of two things. Number one, you had incredible performances nominated across the board. I mean, from Michelle Yeoh to Brendan Fraser, Jamie Lee Curtis. I mean, just a wide swath of talent and and personalities. And everybody had a story. Everybody had a story. I mean, you had a lot of first-time nominees, 16 first-time nominees. I think one of the largest uh, uh, Oscar class in history, if you will. And not only did you have so much interest in who was nominated, but you also had such a a wide array of, of performances, again, from Michelle Yeoh's in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, to Austin Butler in Elvis, to, to Barry Keoghan in The Banshees of Inisherin. I mean, just such powerful and moving and, and captivating performances across across the genre. So I think that's number one. Uh, but I think the second biggest reason of all is you had accessible movies that were nominated this year. And again, I'm not trying to to, to stir up controversy. I'm not trying to uh, you know, uh, uh, stir this pot, if you will. But I think a lot of what drives general audiences, what drives the average person on the street is, does this movie interest me or not? And this year across genre, across stories. You had movies that captivated everyone's imagination, and you had a little bit of something for everybody. And and one of the knocks, one of the criticisms has been in recent years that the Oscars only go after or they only nominate sort of niche movies, you know, art house movies. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I think if you want to engage the general public, if you want to engage the average moviegoer, you have to have a wide array of films on the ballot, so to speak. So on the one hand, you can have a film like Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, and on the other hand, you can have a movie like Top Gun Maverick. So it goes back to the performances. There was just a wide array of different stories across genres that appealed to to filmgoers of all ages. It was a little bit of something for everybody. So I think that is the real reason for 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 uh for viewership increasing and and perhaps on some level maybe people were wondering if there was going to be a a, a part two if you will to last year's infamous uh slap incident uh, don't want to get into that but uh you know can't help but wonder if maybe people did have some curiosity if uh, there was going to be another uh, smackdown on tv in some form or another but uh all all kidding aside i, I really do think it comes down to the incredible performances that were nominated and the accessible films that were nominated as well. And, and at the end of the day, that's great. And I, and I hope that that trend continues for years to come and, and, and the Academy continues to nominate performances and films across genres, across the spectrum. And I think that's the way you engage uh, interest and you also introduce people to to other films to smaller niche films uh, and, and and different types of stories and at the end of the day that's that's great for movies it's great for moviegoers it's good for the movie experience it's good for cinema it's all for to use my catchphrase for the love of movies so uh, that was uh, that was this Sunday's big uh, event and uh, I uh, I was pleased uh, with how everything how everything turned out everything everywhere all at once was of course the the big winner at this year's oscars and i'll get into my review of that film in just a little bit but in addition of course michelle yo took home best actress becoming the only the second 
person of color to win the Best Actress in over 20 years. And it was just a, a wonderful sort of culmination of, of her involvement in the, in the industry, involvement in the movie, and then to have it capped off with her winning the award. It was just absolutely magical. And uh, in addition, uh, while I was certainly rooting for Austin Butler to, uh, to win for Elvis, uh, I, I can't deny that uh, I was happy for, uh, 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 for Brendan Fraser. Uh, he, he, he deserved it. I mean, you know, I suppose, you know, no one deserves any award, but when you, when you just look at Brendan Fraser's life and his career and, and the trajectory it has been on, th this was a this was a tremendous comeback for him. And, and everybody loves a comeback story. And I think on top of it, his humility uh, endeared a lot of people to it. So uh, certainly while I, I, I was rooting for for uh, for Austin Butler, uh, I, I was I was pleased with, uh, with with Brendan Fraser's win for the whale earned and deserved a, a magnificent performance from a truly gifted actor who uh, had his, uh, you know, his, had put in his dues, so to speak, and it was capped off with an award for a, a, a defining, a career-defining performance. So that was, that was absolutely fantastic. But a, across the board, it was a big night. It was a big celebration for everything, everywhere, all at once, not only for Best Picture, but Best Director, Best Actress, and Best Supporting Actor and Actress. And I'm going to include the acceptance speeches in the show notes because there are they're all wonderful and they're, and they're filled with humility and they're 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 not your typical Oscar acceptance speeches, which tend to be uh, long winded and and can sometimes deviate into uh, into sermons. And not that there's anything wrong with that, but these were refreshing to to hear because as i said they were filled with humility and they were really about the celebration of the art and, and, and the craft and just an appreciation for the recognition by the by the academy and their and their fellow nominees and kihi kwan who, who who won best supporting actor for his role of, of waymond and I'll, I'll get to his character when i when i do my review but his speech was magnificent it was it was a it was just a touching moment that that just i mean it, it it really was a great way to start off the 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 major award categories and 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 it it was so humble and 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 just talked about his his journey and what an incredible life he has had and how it's been filled with ups and downs and 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 highs and lows and and, and i mean it sounds like a cliche but he he said right there Keep your dreams alive, and and uh, it just resonated with me, and it and it moved me. It moved me to tears because it was so raw and so real, much much like his performance in the film. And and those are the speeches that you remember. I mean, his is one that I think will be uh, cemented in Oscar history because just given his career, uh, career trajectory and and how this movie really was a. a a comeback not only for Michelle Yeoh but really for uh, for Kiki Kwan as as well. It was just absolutely fantastic. And of course, in addition to to the the best supporting actor win, the the film also took on best supporting actress, and that was won by Jamie Lee Curtis. And I know everyone who listens to the show is aware that I'm a big fan of the Halloween movies, and 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 certainly Jamie Lee Curtis. I just think she's just wonderful, uh, wonderful performer, and and just a wonderful human being all the way around. And uh, just to to have her her win that award, not only as a recognition for her her role in the film, but but as a really a celebration of her of her time in the industry and, and she was again so appreciative and so humble and she thanked all of the the fans who have supported her over the years and it, it just it was a wonderful moment and i i was just so delighted so delighted to see her her win but uh, it, it's it's why we go to the movies. It's why I go to the movies. And I, as I said earlier, this, this year really felt like there was a little bit of something for everybody, a little bit of everything for everyone when it came to the awards nominations. And I think that's, again, why the viewership was up because people were engaged not only in the stories, but the performances and the performers and, and how many were, were, were on a, on a comeback, uh, uh, trail, so to speak. But, but the films themselves were so unique and so different 
and, and there was a little bit of something for everybody. As I said earlier, on one hand, you can have Top Gun Maverick, but then on the other, you can have everything everywhere all at once. And it was just – it was a wonderful night that, that celebrated the best of cinema. And, and a movie like Everything Everywhere All at Once I, I think is, is what you want to see win at the Academy Awards because it's it's a movie that – Again, certainly it was the little engine that could when, when you figure it, it, it was not made for a lot of money, but it, it just connected with audiences and critics and made it certainly, you know, certainly did well financially, but it, it connected with people. And, and I think partly because it was so, it was so genre non-specific, it was a little bit of everything in one movie, but it was grounded with a story that had heart and, and tenor and, and that's ultimately what the best movies are are all about. It's about that that connection, that human story and, and this movie had that across the board and it was just wonderful to see it recognized and I, I love it when the Academy will recognize a film like this because not that there's anything wrong with these small little niche films uh that, that some people, you know, have said that are Oscar bait or or just merely Oscar contenders. This was a movie that 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 kind of just swept everyone uh, up in its uh, wonderful craziness, and 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 that's that's what we should be celebrating. That's what should be celebrated, I think, uh, at, at the Academy Awards. It's it's about the story. It's about the the spectacle. It's about the best of movie making. Movies are are the best movies. I feel are ones that not only have a great story, but can provide that escapism for, for two and a half hours or so and, and, and take you into another world, another place, another point in time and immerse you in a story that is so rewarding and, and, and fulfilling. And, and that's what everything everywhere all at once did. And I was just delighted to see it win and, and win big on, on, on Oscar Sunday. And certainly not only for, for its best picture, but as I said, best director, best actress, best supporting actor and best supporting actress. But that was a, was a little bit longer than I wanted to, uh, to go on to, uh, mentioned the Oscars, but I felt this was a, a good moment to uh, to make that that little pitch and and just relay my my thoughts and and reactions because it was a a wonderful celebration for for movies. I mean, last weekend was was the weekend that was for the love of movies. And and on that note, I will just do a small uh, update for you as well, given that uh, we are on the subject of of movies that we love and. Last weekend, uh, as I mentioned earlier, was the opening for the new Scream movie, Scream 6. And I'm going to save most of my thoughts and, and review for a future episode that I'm doing in a couple weeks with Anthony Caruso and Chris Evans. They'll be on the show and we're going to discuss the film and, and the franchise as a whole. So uh, look for that uh, in a couple weeks and I'll, I'll save most of my, my thoughts and, and, and feelings on it. But I will just give you a quick a quick uh, a quick take on it that I loved it. Uh, you know, I, I went into this movie, I, I don't want to say I went in with low expectations, but I was like, okay, well, it's another Scream film. Let's see what, what goes on. I mean, I've, I've enjoyed all of them, uh, you know, some more than others, but I mean, on the whole, they've, they've never had a bad sequel since the original. I mean, the original is, is sort of uh, lightning in a bottle, but uh, the sequels have all, have all held up and have, and have, uh, not diminish the uh, the the brand, so to speak. So I, I was definitely excited, just because you know, again, it's a scary movie. I enjoy these types of films, and and there's always something fun about the Scream movies because they have that sort of meta commentary on on movies, but specifically horror movies, and that's always fun as a fan. But this movie blew my mind in the best possible way. It's the scariest of all of them. It's the it's the funniest of all of them. It's the most intense of all of them it is the best sequel as far as i'm concerned and and i will throw another uh another hot take out there and again i'm going to save my, you know my true uh, my true reactions and thoughts for um for for the next uh, f- for a future show but i do want to give you a little uh, little teaser so to speak but i thought this one really rejuvenated the series more so than 5 did five? I think looking back on it, played it a little safe, a little uh, a little too close to uh, 
to hum. This movie took risk. This movie took a lot of shots, and I think they all paid off. And as I said, it it rejuvenated and reinvented the franchise in the best possible way, and it moved the story into new, exciting, and, and terrifyingly good possibilities. So I am eagerly awaiting the announcement for Scream 7, which we know we know is on the horizon. But damn, Scream 6, fantastic, scary, the best sequel as far as I'm concerned. And and, and going into it, I considered Scream 4 to be my, my favorite. But this this is without question the best one that the series has 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 produced and so want to just give you a little a little tease on that be uh, uh but be on the lookout for a future show in in a couple weeks time uh but on that note just a last uh last little bit of housekeeping before we get on to the main event for today's show which is just again to always say thank you to you the listeners for tuning in each week and hearing what i have to say on movies I appreciate you. I appreciate your support, your friendship, your connection, and your embrace of this show. And it just means the world to me. Uh, I've, I've loved doing it. I'm going to continue doing it. But just the the response and reaction from you, the listeners, has really made this all the more worthwhile. So I I just want you to know that I appreciate you and I and I value you and I treasure you. And uh, again, this be a, an opportunity if you have not done so already to rate and review this podcast. And in the words of Michael Keaton's Batman, tell all your friends about this podcast. I'm sorry, I I've got Batman on my mind, so <laughs> you know have to bear with me. But uh, no, in, in all seriousness, uh, feel free to recommend this podcast to your family, your friends, your neighbors, anybody who you think might enjoy listening to a fellow movie buff go on and on, perhaps too long at certain points over his love of movies and cinema but in any event just to you the faithful listeners to you maybe the first time listeners welcome aboard and and thank you for your support thank you for listening you truly are the best all right on to the main event and before i begin let me just share with you this headline from the new york times review of everything everywhere all at once this was from last march and and this has stuck out with me ever since i saw, ever since i saw it and the article was by um ao scott and this this headline i think it, it really captures this movie because as i've said it's it's a film that is a little bit about everything it, it's a genre bending film but the the headline that has stuck with me said michelle yo stars as a stressed out laundromat owner dragged into a cosmic battle and genre chaos now that right there describes this film perfectly and and, and again that just is almost the the tip of the of the iceberg and i remember this is a film that i've been trying to you know i recommend to everybody because it, it it is i think a film everyone should see at least once because not only is it a spectacle and it's a beautiful film to, to watch, but it is a film that that crosses all genres. It it has it has action, it has comedy, it has a sci-fi spectacle, but it also at its core and really the the driving force is this beautiful story of family, life, and love. And that's why I say it's a it's a movie that has a little bit of everything, a little bit of everything for for everybody. But that 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 headline really just just sort of captured uh you know, the attention and and I remember I had not seen this film until maybe oh I think it, it was a limited release in in early March of last year and I, I don't think I saw it till either the end of of March or maybe it may have been even April uh, once it got a wider release but my my interest was in it I mean certainly Jamie Lee Curtis and and, and Michelle Yeoh but just the the premise of it just seems so unique and so so different that i said okay this this could be a really special film and and of course it, it it was and it still is and i mean there's a reason why it's one of the most nominated films 
in, in Oscar history. It had 11 nominations and it, and it took home seven. So, I mean, this was a, a big deal <laughs> at the, at the Academy Awards. And, and again, not that awards are, are everything, but it, it's nice to see a film like this, especially to be, be recognized and, and not only be recognized, but, but to win because it, it really does show what the best of filmmaking, the best of movie making uh, can be. It doesn't have to just all be uh, melodrama. It doesn't have to all just be passionate monologues. It can be something that is it is weird and crazy and different and 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 on one hand a, a sci-fi thriller and on the other hand a a tender drama about family. And and, and I think that's why it connected with so many people. It's why it it connected it's why it connected with me certainly it just it, it, it there's there's no one box that that this film can be put into but you know it, it it's it's a very human film and i think that's a lot of a lot of why, reason why people have been so drawn and endeared to it is because at, at its core it is this story about uh, a family and in we're introduced early on to the Wang family and and Evelyn played by Michelle Yeoh she is the the matriarch of the family and she sort of played you know played to someone who's who's sort of at a I don't want to say a midlife crisis but but is sort of looking back on their life with a lot of thought and wonder and, and possible regrets she's uh, she's been married to her husband Waymond and, and of course you know they they came to the United States and they they eloped and it's sort of been a it's been a crazy journey you know, that was sort of their first big decision made which was to to elope and and, and go to the United States together and of course over the process of it they uh, they had a daughter joy and 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 opened up a laundromat together and it, it's sort of interesting because there's there's periodic flashbacks in the film and and of course the the flashback to to their decision to elope and 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 uh, head to the united states it, it's really shown as a pivotal moment and you know i think we all look back on 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 sort of split decision moments where we you know you know, things could go one way or it could go another, and, and we just sort of lock on to a, a decision without much thought or, or, or care for the future. But, but we become so invested in an idea or a choice that we just we can't be be shaken from it. And and that's that's where we find uh, we find Wayman and and Evelyn that they have just made this choice to 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 sort of forge a life together. And and it starts with the best of of intentions the best of hopes and full of possibility and 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 20 years later life is uh life is not great i guess is probably the best way to say it for the wang family the the laundromat that that she and uh, wayman have started is is being audited and so that's always a fun time getting a visit from uh the uh the internal revenue service <laughs> but uh in addition to that wayman is considering divorcing evelyn he's got the papers and it's sort of this sort of crisis of of, uh, of of decision that he's facing so they're both reconsider and contemplating their life choices and it's all of the nuances again this is one of the, the you know beautiful things about michelle yo's performances we see the nuances in the film again we're you you get some flashbacks and you get some some exposition but you were you were presented to a woman who was at a point in her life where she has lived a life she has lived through the trials and, and tribulations and, and is now kind of almost at the end of one phase and ready to start start something new and and you know there's sort of this you know this this question of okay does does she want to put an end to one part uh, of, of her life and start something on or does she want to to hold on and it's just it's just a beautiful beautiful moment that again is really in the nuances that you can just you can feel the experience that she has been living for over 20 years and and it's kind of it's all accumulating in this this audit by the irs and in addition to to that uh there's a lot of friction and a lot of tension uh between evelyn and joy joy played by stephanie shu who was also nominated uh for best supporting actress and she gives just a just a, a terrific and, and multi-layered performance, and I'll get more into her character in just a moment because it, it is it is a tour de force. But um, there's there's sort of a subplot going on with with Stephanie where uh, she she is in the process of trying to 
come out to her parents and she has a a a non-Chinese girlfriend and you know she's only kind of referring to her, oh she's my my good friend but you you know there's there's something more there and there's there's already this tension and this friction between mother and daughter and it just it, again everything is just sort of boiling up at, at the worst possible time with this with this audit by the IRS and of course that's where we are introduced to Jamie Lee Curtis's character of, of Deidre Bodidra uh, and I mean just Again, talk about a a just a, a transformative performance where you don't see the the actor or actress. I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis gives gives a performance that again you 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 feel and see the nuances where again we're, we don't necessarily see the backstory of this character, nor do we need to, but we have the impression that this is someone who has lived. A, a life and maybe not the life they wanted, but they have embraced it. And, you know, she's very proud of her, her job as an IRS agent. She mentions all her, you know, employee of the month uh, recognitions and whatnot. I mean, she's, she's very proud of herself and, and, and this life that she has, that she has forged. But, uh, you almost see this sadness in her because, I mean, you know, not that, you know, we want to, demean an IRS agent, but but it, it does seem like a very uh, a very uh, dull and, and 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 perhaps boring boring career and and job and and, and that shines through in the performance and and she almost gets this 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 uh this rise out of challenging this this family and putting them through this audit. She you know she's very much an antagonist. In a, in a way, and that only becomes more apparent once the uh, once the multiverse comes into effect, and that's that is where the movie really kicks into a whole other gear. I mean, if you knew nothing about this film and you just watched it for the first I don't know ten or ten or so minutes, fifteen minutes, you would think, oh, this is a this is a a wonderful but little character film about about uh, about this family who's going through. Uh, some some upheaval and and challenges and 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 life defining moments and and throwing in an IRS audit on top of it, you know you would think oh this is just a this is going to be a, an interesting drama. Well, hold on to your hat because it's there at the at the IRS uh, audit at, at the uh, at the office that the movie completely shifts <laughs> completely shifts gears and goes from zero to a hundred almost in the blink of an eye. And it's and it's at this point where, while they're having this really heated discussion and meeting with with uh, with Deidre, that all of a sudden Waymond, who is portrayed as a very very meek and and quiet man, someone who who doesn't look uh, look for confrontation, he doesn't look for uh, any kind of uh, any kind of you know upheaval or or disruption, but but uh, you know just sort of wants to. To go about his uh, his day. I mean, and there's a there's a wonderful uh, line that he has in the film. I'm just going to just share it with you because it's it really does uh, say who this character is. And, and again, Kihi Kwan's performance. I mean, it's just it, he, he's just uh, he's wonderful. It's it's just a wonderful uh, uh, character, and, and and his his portrayal is just fantastic. But uh, the line is. He says, when I choose to see the good side of things, I'm not being naive. It's strategic and necessary. It's how I learn to survive through everything. And that shows the great insight into Wayman's character and how he really is this guy who is, is good at heart and, and, and truly a, a well-intentioned person. And as I said, it's at this moment during the meeting where this this uh this you know very meek and timid character all of a sudden is is transformed into another version of, of himself and his you know the Ovega described it it's almost like this 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 like sci-fi possession of of Wayman's body being taken over by uh a another version of himself from from a multiverse uh, they call it the alpha verse in the movie, uh, but this this version of Waymond is is much more uh, assured of himself, much more confident. And it's during this discussion that he's able to reach out and and contact uh, Evelyn and explain to her about multiverse, about parallel universes, and and how 
life choices, the life choices that we make every single day, create new new universes and new timelines and all of that other uh, multiverse uh, <laughs> uh, 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 jargon, if you will. And so, you know, he sort of explains to her this whole process, and and she's sort of detached from like, what the hell is going on here? Well, it's at this point that he explains how the multiverse is under attack, how it is threatened, and there's this dark force that's sort of permeating it. And, and she, Evelyn, she is the one who can can rectify it. She is the one who can can save save not only her own universe but but every universe and and he teaches her and tries to explain to her how he, she can go from universe to universe to try to set things uh to set, try to set things uh right the great twist or the or the great revelation is that this this force that is threatening the 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 uh the multiverse is in fact another version of of joy a darker a version of of joy and so it's this real conflict if you will where you know essentially mother has to fight daughter and 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 it's and it's much more personal than just a oh we're you know we're we're fighting to save the timeline there's 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 an actual stake involved and in one of the scenes we we see that this alternate version of of joy has created what is essentially this this black hole of a of a of a everything bagel and it's you know, literally topped with every and everything and that is what's sort of destroying the multiverses or what can ultimately destroy the multiverses and and that's sort of you know you know shown as this great power that that the the dark version of joy known as uh jabu uh Tupiki. and it's just like as i said it's it sounds like I'm, I'm describing some kind of a twisted sci-fi movie, but the performances are so grounded and they're so they're so authentic that you 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 truly buy into the the wild and, and zany aspects of of literally cross jumping into other universes and time jumping. I mean, it's just it's it's a it's it's so it's so wonderful the for the imagination that. That ultimately, you know, you buy into this this uh, you know, this this story, and and it's it's more than just oh, some another multiversal movie. It, it's much more. It's much deeper, much deeper than that. And as as Evelyn goes on this journey, and it really is a, a journey across time and space, she not only is able to see alternate versions or other versions of herself and other timelines and other universes she's ultimately able to 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 sort of see inside herself and and realize her own potential and it's sort of through her marshalling of all the different evelyns and all the different universes and all the different timelines that she's ultimately able to to come together and 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 confront this this challenge and i mean there's a another scene just as an aside where where uh jamie lee curtis's character deidre becomes i mean she's truly the irs agent from from hell <laughs> in real life but then this alternate version of her she becomes like this you know kind of like you know a kung fu master and, and she's like you know fighting evelyn and they had this intense battle in the irs office and there's i mean just it's crazy then you throw in the the other version of of waymond and he's you know turned into action man and it's just this this wild and and, and rip-roaring fight with with just i mean some of it is is outright slapstick and, and, and humor and then other times it it, it feels like a a, a true action film. I mean, it's just again a wonderful blending of of the genres to create something that is that is again a little bit of everything for everybody. But um, again, it's through this this journey where where Evelyn again she's going from from timeline to timeline and and and, and, and universe to universe. And you know, sort of interestingly enough, as Evelyn confronts uh, Jabu. Ultimately, she's able to sort of draw on 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 Waymond, and 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 Waymond is sort of out there saying, you know, no, 
fighting is not the answer. We're not going to solve this by by killing each other. And again, another another great quote from the movie is when he says, the only thing I do know is that we have to be kind. Please be kind, especially when we don't know what is going on. And and that, I mean, there's so much, uh, so much layered texture in that line, but it really does speak to sort of the internal struggle that, you know, you can't solve anything by just, by, by just punching and kicking your way. You have to listen and you have to, you have to understand and you have to communicate. And it's in that, in that realization for Evelyn that she sort of, again, draws on all the other Evelyn's and all of the other timelines to then use her, her sort of power to fix things instead of, you know, through conquest or destruction, but through good actions, through good deeds, through, you know, sort of exhuming happiness that ultimately sort of tries to repair this, uh, this, this great rift that's been going on. And there's this intense showdown at the very end of the film where sort of all these, these forces are coming together and it's, you know, at the moment where she stops the fighting and just sort of tries to patch things up that way that she's ultimately able to to realize that you know we have to listen to one another we have to be kind to one another and it's at that moment where she's able to sort of you know pull back into her own universe and then have this moment where she you know reconciles with Waymond and and then also goes to to her her daughter and and accepts who she is accepts her relationship uh, with 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 Becky and and then ultimately, you know, sort of you know starts starts life over, sort of starts a second chance, if you will, and and you know everything sort of reaches a natural and 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 poetic conclusion where we you you step back and you say so much of life is full of complexities and so much of it is full of of misunderstandings that sometimes if we were to just sort of step back and and look at the bigger picture instead of just focusing on sort of the the small stuff instead of smoke focusing on the stuff that sort of passes without a thought we might be be be, be, you know, be better off we might be able to 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 heal and learn and and grow together and and ultimately it's it's really a, a beautiful struggle because ultimately, you know, you have the reconciliation between mother and daughter. But in addition to it, in the multiversal, you know, you get the reconciliation between the alternate version of Joy and, and Evelyn. And just it, it's a wonderful coming together and, and moment where, you know, she you know says to her daughter, you know, I, I see you, I hear you. And, 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 and th- there's peace. There, there's internal peace. There's external peace and and ultimately it's this moment where you know you know Evelyn is trying to you know process everything and 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 all that but Evelyn you know it's like no I, I'm gonna be here for my daughter she wants to be here with joy that that's that's sort of what's been out of out of whack out of sync if you will and I, I think you know again if you you can look at the film sort of as a straightforward story that's full of bends and turns and and creative uh, chaos but i i think you can also see it it really is this story of of a mother trying to to reconnect with her daughter and 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 re- and through it reconnect with herself and ultimately her husband and and i think there's a i mean probably one of my favorite moments honestly in the entire film is that after everything is sort of patched up, everything is is together again. Uh, the family is is going on in to finish up the tax audit at, at the at the IRS office, and Evelyn is 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 listening. She's engaging uh, to Deidre, and then all of a sudden, her you know she she loses herself uh, for, for a moment and, and sort of is is thinking about or or perhaps is maybe drawn to all of the other versions of herself and all the other multiverses and sort of thinking about all the other different possibilities. But then ultimately, you know, sort of realizes none of that matters. None of the other bends and turns that life could have taken, you know, mean a damn thing. 
and she brings herself back home. She grounds herself right in her own universe because that's where she is. That's where her home is. That's where she belongs. This is this version, if you will, of Evelyn, and, and she's going to make the very best of it. And it just, I know, it just, it, it felt like a, a nice reminder that I think sometimes in life we get so focused on, on what if, on, on other possibilities on other futures on other oh if I had done this or I had taken this train instead of that bus or I had taken this job instead of that one or turned this down I mean you know your mind goes wild sometimes and you can sort of picture your infinite possibilities for yourself and this movie certainly shows that uh, in, in in dramatic fashion of different versions of of Evelyn and, and Waymond and in one version she's you know this she's a chef or she's a, you know a, a great performer I mean it just sort of goes in in a, in a multitude of of directions but yet it sort of again brings you back to the circle of things right back to to ground zero which is that at the end of the day you know you have this one life and you have this one purpose and you can't focus on the what ifs. You can't focus on the hypotheticals. You have to just, you have to acknowledge where you are, your place, your time, and and, and you have to be appreciative for, for for what it is you have and for the beauty that 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 all that life has to give. And I think, you know, certainly there's there's a lot of spectacle in this film, and the spectacle is is amazing. I mean, there's a reason it won best film editing because it just the the way scenes flow and the and the cuts and the and the pivots it just it's so seamless and yet it's so complex at the same time that it's it's really a, a visual treat for your eyes but but beyond the spectacle beyond the the chaotic multiverse and, and adventure this movie has so much heart and it has so much story to it that's, I think, what captivates me the most. It's, it's you know, forget time, you know, you know, verse jumping or alternate versions of this person or that person. The real story is about family. It is about life itself, and and what it takes to appreciate those in your life and those around your life, uh, and 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 sort of you know acknowledge certainly the negative or the 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 uh, you know, the downside but also be be aware of what it is you have and, and value those in your life because that's all that matters you know you, you can you can wish for other things you can you can certainly dream of other things but you have to take care and appreciate what it is you have in your life and and, and certainly it is those those ups and downs and those those bends and turns that do make life so interesting and so uh, eventful. And, and sometimes we don't always appreciate them in the given moment. And I think this movie really speaks to being here and being present now, not focusing on what happened 20 years ago or what could happen 20 years in the future, but instead focusing on what is happening right here in the moment. And, and I think so much of our lives are... You know, again, we're, 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 we're always looking to tomorrow. We're thinking about tomorrow. And that's, again, important. There's a portion of it. But I think sometimes we, you know, we have to stop and, and smell the flowers, so to speak. And I think that's, at the end of it, what this movie is trying to say is that we have to remember the little things. You know, it's family. It's, it's, it's going to work with, with, your, with your loved ones in, in the case of this particular movie. It's having that open relationship with family member in this case a mother and a daughter it's valuing life for the little moments that that truly make up all the wonder and joy that can be found uh in in living so it was a movie that it really captured i think the human story it really captured what it what it means to 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 be human and what it kept what it means to to, to fail, to try harder, to succeed, uh, to love, to learn, and ultimately to grow. I mean, I think all of these characters go through uh, an arc, if you will, and, and 
certainly when the, the way the film starts off, there is definitely a, a rift. You can feel it with all of these characters. And certainly because of this this cosmic journey that, that takes place, they're all transformed for the better. But but even putting all of that aside, I think you look at where they ultimately end up, there is this uh, kind of completing of the circle, if you will, and, and sort of a semblance of, of balance and purpose again. And I don't know, it, it's... It's a movie that I I really recommend because ultimately there there's a bigger story here than just chaotic action or or or, or sort of sci-fi adventurism. I really think the movie at its core explores the meaning of life. I mean it's a very philosophical film behind all of the over-the-top and, and zany fun. And, and there is a lot of fun in this movie, but I think what makes it so so interesting and so compelling are those themes of, of life, love, and ultimately family. And those are movies that, that, sort, of, that sort of stick with you, and, and they capture you uh, from the moment the film starts to the moment that the film ends. And this is one of those movies that it has stayed with me because it really does you know, make you, you know, certainly we all have those thoughts, oh, what would have happened in, in another life or what, 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 what could be doing, you know, I be doing or should I have done that or should I have done, done this? I mean, there's always those hypotheticals. And, you know, while it's certainly fun to, uh, to contemplate, and this movie definitely shows the, uh, the, the fun side, if you will, when you look at the adventure that Evelyn goes on, but it, it ultimately, it, it, it returns to home. It, it, it grounds it in, in reality, which is that for all of the, all the want, all the wishing and all the contemplating, you have to appreciate what it is you have. And, and, and nobody's life is perfect. I'll be the first to admit that uh, on my own end. And I'm sure you might, you would say the same as well, but the movie teaches us to, to appreciate those who are, are in our lives, those who are important and, and to I said it earlier, to smell the roses, to smell the flowers, and, and just be thankful. And so, uh, this film is one that it, it's it's one for the ages. I mean, I, and I and I don't say that uh, with any exaggeration. I think it is one for the ages because it it not only shows what the best of movies can be, just in terms of of filmmaking or storytelling, but ultimately films that that have a bigger Meaning. I mean, the, the movies that, that stay with you often have something to say, even if it doesn't appear that way in the packaging, so to speak. I mean, it's easy to get lost in the spectacle and the wonder of this film and the visual masterpiece of the comedy and, and just all of the excitement. But there's there's a story. And, you know, for all of you who've listened from the beginning, I'm a uh, I'm a stickler for story. I, I like a good tale. And, and this movie not only has an epic cross the cross the multiverse story and tale, but it it has a lot of real life implications, and 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 that resonates with me. And that's that's what I love from from my movies is a movie that can can not only entertain me but also engage me. And I felt that this movie accomplished it. And to see it recognized at the Academy and to see it sort of sweep all of the major categories, I, I think just speaks to the impact and the power of this film. And, and just props to props to the Daniels for, for what they unleashed because it, it it is a it is a tour de force of the movie of a movie in the best possible way. And it and it's it it's also is a good reminder that it's the movies that you might not expect uh, or, or even think about that can have the biggest impact. I don't think anyone a year ago would have thought this movie would have had the the staying power that it has and the connection that it has forged with audiences. But it has, and I think it will continue because it's a movie that is timeless because the the themes and the characters in this movie are are grounded in a reality that we can all accept and, and, and frankly know from our own experiences. So I I love this film. I I embrace it wholeheartedly and I I recommend it. If you have not seen this film, 
give it give it a watch because it is worth your time. And if you and if you have seen it, then uh, welcome welcome to the club because this movie truly is everything. And on that note, because I could certainly go on at great length about this film, but I I, I think the best way I, I can end today's show is to leave you with another great line from the film. This one from from Evelyn. And I mean, there's so many moments where Michelle Yeoh earned that Academy Award, but I think there's the best of it came from her her interactions with 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 Joy Stephanie Def, Stephanie Hsu's character in the film. I mean. In addition to just a, a great mother-daughter dynamic that goes on in the film, the alternate version of Stephanie, despite being this uh, alternate version of Joy, despite being this sort of dark and demonic force, is really trying to find acceptance and, and, and purpose in her own universe. And it's all about trying to, to have that understanding. And ultimately, it's through the, 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 the reconnection of mother and daughter that this that this force is able to be to be vanquished and and all is is put right but there's a there's a wonderful moment that at the end of this journey that Evelyn goes on that that all of all of her all of her adventures all of this this universe jumping ultimately it's about reconciling with her daughter about rectifying the the rift with her daughter and and despite their their maybe their differences of 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 opinion or 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 or, or outlooks on life, or, or, or in the case of, of, of joy, of, of accepting who she is and, and who she loves. Ultimately, this this moment, this truly tender moment between mother and daughter, is is best encapsulated by this line, and I'll read it to you right now. And it, Evelyn says, "Of all the places I could be, I just want to be here with you." And that, I mean, that just sort of encapsulates Evelyn's journey and it also encapsulates the true meaning of this film which is about family and and, and remembering your family and embracing your family for 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 everything and, and anything and that that is a beautiful theme that is a beautiful that is a beautiful moment and I think a perfect way to end today's show so that 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 puts the the finishing touches for everything everywhere all at once uh the best picture winner at the academy awards and certainly a deserving and and well made film worthy of such recognition and as i said before if you haven't checked this film out highly recommend it i don't think you'll be disappointed because it, it lives up to and exceeds any expectations you have going into it so on that note, I will sign off. I'll be back next week, and we'll do this all over again for the love of movies. Thank you for listening to Phil at the Movies.